You're listening to Corporate Multiplayer. The official podcast of the 401 Game Zone. Hello and welcome to another cooperative multiplayer live. I'm your host Sean Garmer, and this is the official Fallen Game Zone podcast. And with me, as usual, is my co-host Mr. Mark Morrison. Howdy. So, how have things been going for you this week? Eh, pretty good. You? Eh, pretty good. Might have good news. I can, if something works out with uh, physical things, but we shall see when I make a call in the morning. Uh, so, so what have you, have you been playing anything, or? Uh, kind of the usual standards for the past two weeks, uh, MGS5 still, just trying to still work on clearing out the side missions, um, Assassin's Where are you officially on that? Are you close to the end, or? Well, I'm still... I'm still, uh, like, I'm at mission 42 or 43, whatever it is, because I just don't want to do it, because then uh, a character dies, and I don't want that to happen quite yet. Because uh, I find they're very useful. Well, that's, you know, that's fair enough. You don't want uh, characters to die. There's, like, a way to save her, but it's pretty, in, like, weird and involved and... I mean, I'm playing on PC, so I could always just tack her back in, but that's like some cheating. Well, I used to do that with like Final Fantasy VII way back in the day, because there is a way to get like Ares back in your party with a Game Shark. Ha! Does not surprise me at all. That's actually how I think I beat Ruby Weapon. I used I used her to beat him. Wow. Things that uh, you discover when you have game sharks and games. Yep. Uh, so still playing Assassin's Creed 4. I'm like 35% of the way through that. Still pretty decent. Again. Uh, some pinball arcade on my tablet. And I'll talk about this is my one. This is my 30-second review of Dengeki Bunko Fighting Climax. <laughs> which, is a, which is a PS3 fighting game. It's an anime, like, fighting game crossover thing. Yeah. Uh, it is incredibly bland. It does everything reasonably well, but it has zero personality for itself. Uh, there are much better fighting games. Uh, go play one of those. <laughs> <laughs> so, pretty much, like, don't get this unless you're well, just a... like if you're a massive anime fan, like it's up your alley. But I have zero attachment to any of the characters. Uh, I only took the damn thing because it had a character from a uh, virtual fighter in it who actually isn't in this version of the game. He's only he's in like an arcade version, like some revision. So, if you like characters from Sword Art Online or uh, the Irregular at Magic High School or 
a certain magical index, index or some other crappy anime that I've never heard of, go for it. <laughs> yeah, I only heard of Sword Art Online, that entire thing that you just said. <laughs> yeah. I, I, even, like, I don't watch JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, but I can at least get some of the reference, but this game, I have nothing. And it's, you know, like a one-on-one 2D fighting game, which is fine, but there's nothing to distinguish it between this and every other fighting game. Like, it doesn't look especially good. It doesn't have great voice work. It doesn't have a great story that I've seen. So, yeah. Go play Persona or anything other, anything else that's cheaper, probably, at this point, also. <laughs> yeah, I mean, definitely. It just... I mean, if you're a big Sword Art Online fan, I'm sure you probably already know about this game anyway, so... Yeah, apparently it has at least two characters from Sword Art Online. It's like, yeah, all right. probably the two main characters. Uh, Asuna and... Let's see here. Kyrio or... Yeah, I'm not even going to try to pronounce that name. Yeah, that's, that's the two main characters. Okay. It's like, all right. Go for it. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's, it's, you know, whatever works. I mean. oh, the, the one interesting, like, quasi-interesting thing about it is uh, you would expect to fight, like, I guess, in levels from these anime. Like, maybe, like, a well-known yeah, it's a or something. Uh, no, you don't. You fight on, like, Sega... Uh, like Sega branded backgrounds. So what one of the backgrounds is like the Green Hills Green Hill stage from Sonic One. And it's Why? like this this does not this feels awkward. <laughs> yeah, it does not compute. Another, another stage was like from Knights uh another stage was like from Virtual On and it's like why is this here? <laughs> doesn't make any sense it's like sega just because you own this doesn't mean you need to try to get other people to remember your properties exist like well, maybe if you would have made good games with those recently like if you're gonna put a sonic the hedgehog stage in this thing i mean it'd be goofy but why don't just put sonic the hedgehog in this damn thing like say screw it <laughs> yeah that's that's really weird Oh, uh, another character. Oh, it's like Kurto from Sword Art Online is on it. It's, a, it's like, whatever. Kurto, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. That's the main character. I mean, it is what it is, but it's just really weird. Yeah. But, yeah. So that's, that's all your, your gaming. Yeah, I've just been like, spending a lot of time with Metal Gear Solid still. Like it, it's taken it's taken up like four hours a night. <laughs> hey, you know, it, I mean that means that the game did something. You're you're playing it at you know weird hours of the night. There there is a way to do free roam with the helicopter that I just have not figured out yet, and it's kind of annoying. <laughs> There's nothing online to tell you. I see like a menu option, but I just don't have it, or I just can't find it. So, 
strange. Sorry, Gary just sent me this sad text that apparently I forgot we were gonna have to record during the Cowboys game this weekend. But we had to make Paul miss his Broncos last weekend, so I guess it's fair. Uh, yeah. Was, so, what? I said I was gonna say I also went to a cool uh, flea market this week. <laughs> Find anything interesting? Uh, they had a Zelda, Legend of Zelda copy for like thirty bucks, which isn't that bad. The original, like NES version. No, the SNES one. Oh wow, even better. Uh, and I bought Who Friend Roger Rabbit for two bucks, like the special edition DVD. Huh. And they had a, I played. They had like a uh, F14 Tomcat pinball machine in the corner, which I played three times. I was having audio problems. Oh, so that's was it like really cheap then because it had audio problems or? No, I mean, well, I, I it was fifty cents, which is fine, but I put money into it. Uh, the first game I had no audio whatsoever, and I got a, I got a free game out of it. I think I scored like over five hundred thousand points. <laughs> and after that, the like, audio kicked on, it, like snapped on for for like the second game. Like I heard everything, and then I got nice. I got another free game. And then the audit kicked off again. So I don't know what was happening with the with like the electronics in the machine. It was weird. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's. I mean. That's pretty uh, wonky, but I guess it is a flea market. So. Yeah. It also annoyed me because. Like, they had, like, ten DVD and game, like, kiosks or, like, little tables, and only about half of them were open. Ah. Wait, what's up? Why? I don't know. Like, people just didn't show up, or... Me and my roommate went up there, like, on, I think, Saturday at, like, noon. So if you'd expect people might be here. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, it's also flea markets. So people might have other things to do. Yeah, that's true. You know, or, or just prefer to do something else, not related to that at all. Yeah. But yeah, I have uh, been playing some more to Skyfi, which I always think is so funny. Like, you know, you talk to Adam, and I think yeah, he just has, I guess he has so much that, it, that you know, goes on with him. That like he doesn't ever remember when he that he gives you games. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I tell him, you know, oh, I'm gonna get that Disguise review out because I know the game comes out on on Tuesday. Technically, I'm gonna try to get it out before then, especially since I gotta pick up Rock Band in the middle of the night on well, at midnight on Monday. And he's like, okay. And he doesn't give you any inclination like oh yeah I remember I gave you that or did you get that done yet or anything I'm just like man I'd hate to know how many guys have taken I mean this happened with me obviously sometimes because it's you know you get to really wanting to, to do this review and then something happens and like weeks go by and at that point it's one of those where is it even is there even a point to still producing this review um 
But with 401, basically, I think my rule is, as long as it doesn't go over a month, it's still good. Because we don't really, we don't get the games before they release, hardly ever. So, you know, if your rule is usually two weeks after, if, say, it's a longer game, a month is still okay, so... But I'm really trying to get it in by this release date so that I can just get it out of the way and, you know, also just kind of get it out in a timely fashion because it's always better to do it that way. And it's just it's funny to me. I'm like some other people that, you know, we've had before, Adam, and just and then just other websites that I've wrote for, like they're constantly on your butt about like, hey, this game, it comes out like now. Like you need to have it the, the review out now. And I'm just like, man. I'd hate to know if there's more people that should have been doing reviews that just didn't do them at all because Adam forgets that he gave it to you. Uh, he's been like that with me a few times, like with uh, I think Grandia too. He was like kind of like that, uh, and like a few other games, but like not not often. Let's just say that. Yeah, but you usually stay on it yourself, you know. So. I think he probably feels like, you know, that's usually why he goes to you more than anybody else. Uh, not to mention it's just like us two and then like one other guy that kind of does reviews anyway besides Adam. So, you know, and if anybody else was given a game, I haven't seen them do anything in a while. So it's just one of those. I just, I just think it's like so many differences between different editors and things that they have going on and, and whatnot, how they deal with stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, he did talk to me about getting a possibly getting a Rock Band 4 code. <laughs> and what sucks with Rock Band 4 is that for the Xbox, well, it would work the same way for the PS3 if he didn't have to use the dongles. But for the Xbox One, you have to have that legacy adapter. And supposedly Harmonix sold out of their legacy adapters that they were selling digitally really fast. I have not heard anything about a store is actually going to sell them separately. But I'm going to make calls and see because obviously I could really use that $60 or $80 to uh, go get an oil change in my car or something that I or like cut my hair, things that I really need to do <laughs> that and I couldn't do probably because I have to put another $40 on that game. Can't you play a rock band with just a controller? I could uh, do... I mean, I can sing just fine. That's that's no, actually no, the best no. instrument. I meant with, like, a controller. Like no, no, no. No, that's... that's they stopped that. They, that's okay. with only, only with Guitar Hero. Okay, the Guitar Hero games. Yeah, I remember that. That was kind of goofy, but fun. <laughs> I could do everything with the microphone. And just review it with the microphone. And maybe try to find it online or something. And then... Whenever that comes in, I can finally play with the instruments. But that kind of defeats the purpose because that's what everybody wants to to know is how it plays with all the instruments and stuff. Especially with like the freestyle guitar solos that they have now and all that kind of stuff. I mean, I'll see. I mean, if it's available on Amazon, I could kind of just pay the extra for the Prime, or not the Prime, but like pay the extra for the shipping to get it here faster and just take the hits since I'm still saving some money from not having to buy the actual $80 version. Yeah. So, let, let's see what happens. Well, plus, he said don't, like, take those, you know, affirmative because until it's there in his email, he's like, don't 
Don't not buy the game unless I tell you before Monday at midnight that it's there. So I was like, okay. Well, yeah. Let's see how it goes. I had a good story where, uh, well, I told you about it, but I was supposed to get NBA 2K16 for review for PS4, and I entered the code in, and it was already used by someone else. And I don't think, I doubt Adam used it himself. Like, that doesn't seem yeah, likely. Yeah, he never does that. If he so, sends you a code, it's because he didn't use it. Yeah, but I like to think that, like, PR screwed up and has entered the code in for, like, two different publications or something like that. Like, good job, guys. Yeah, I, that's happened to me before. Uh, plenty of time, or at least two or three times, and even before Adam, uh, and I had it just like what what's happening with you, where uh, the publisher did not respond at all after they gave us a code that didn't work. And I was like, okay, well, I guess they just didn't care that we didn't do the review for them. Okay, whatever, you know. It was like one of these, I don't know if it was NIS or one of those companies that do the, the very, myri- you know, the different myriad of... Uh, anime-centered RPGs or whatnot. So, I, it was just... I don't. I know it was a weird, weirdly named game. I remember that. And Ramon was like, uh, yeah, just never heard back from him. So, I guess you don't have to do the review. It's like, okay. Whatever. As long as it wasn't a hyperdementia game. I, I know it wasn't that. Because uh, I never cared about it. It might have been one of those Artinelico games or something. I can't remember. But yeah, I mean, I mean, the the ways of uh, game reviewers sometimes this stuff happens. Uh, that being said, yeah, I'm gonna try to get the Disgaea Five review out there. I'm probably gonna wind up doing it without really doing anything in the item world because I'm trying to keep my characters balanced, and apparently you have to get to like level ten with one of them. And I just got a new character, and then having to build up that character. And do you ti- do you typically beat games before you review them? With RPGs, I try to, but with this game, it's gonna be impossible. So. Yeah. But with like sports games and action games and stuff like that, I don't really. So you know, it's it's it just depends really on how much time I had, how long the game is and if the story really matters if you get to the end like if it changes how I'm going to think about the game or something see I'm kind of I'm, I'm actually kind of the opposite like I'll probably plow through an action game if I need if you know assuming it's not like 40 hours long but an RPG you can I usually engage it within like 5 hours and the story might be amazing but if the gameplay is terrible it doesn't really matter to me ah <laughs> uh, see I'm a little bit different with that. Like, with RPGs, if the story's really good, I can kind of forsake some of the gameplay. As long as the gameplay is not to the point where it's, like, a slog to, you know, get through. I mean, but see, that's the thing. Like, Final Fantasy XIII is a classic example of, well, the story's not that great, but the gameplay is pretty good. But it's like, the game is really a slog to get through because the story is so awkwardly told. So it's just... You know, it's, it's one of those where that game really shouldn't get that high of a score. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, so, you know, I'm I'm, con- I'm continuing on the, the Rock Band, like, history tour. I played some Rock Band 2. 
Uh, that game is still the best Rock Band game ever created. Uh, it, the, the tour mode is just awesome. You, you, I mean, it, it's not very branching, so I really want to see what they do with Rock Band 4 as opposed to that. Like, if they do different... I mean, supposedly you're, you're allowed to kind of have your own sandbox to which how you want to do your band if you want them to be indie if you want them to be arena rockers or whatever so that's gonna be interesting because basically you just follow the same you know story just through the whole thing of trying to get to the rock hall of fame and whatnot so uh, it's uh but it's still really really good and then i played lego rock band which i think to me that's actually the most entertaining uh rock band there is because the story's actually like the little lego moments are pretty cool like these like little the little lego story parts that you have to play sometimes just before they they had the huge explosion of lego games where they really perfected that uh but the the set list is pretty nice there's some songs that kind of suck because it's geared towards kids obviously but you know they have some really classic like ghostbusters is on that and uh, various other like classic hits that you you know you'd really want to play in those kind of games. So um, I it, it I I remember I hated playing it from a perspective of it's done in Lego form. So sometimes it's really hard to tell which button you're supposed to be pressing, especially with uh, when it gets. I think it's like the the red one because it kind of one of the one of the colors that kind of like bleeds into the uh the board or whatever so it's just like uh okay i kind of forget sometimes that i have to press that button and it's like oh that was yellow oh crap like you know but yeah for the most part it's Rockman. you know what it is at that point um so i think i just have beetles to kind of go through and then that's pretty much it because green day was a glorified track pack with some Hey, we went to like three locations and you played some songs. Big whoop. <laughs> Have you uh, ever looked into the dark art of like Rock Band 2 custom music? No, I haven't. I mean, I know you can do it. But apparently you can do it with um, the drums in Rock Band 3. Like in the practice mode, you can put anything from your 360 or PS3 and you can play drums to it but that's I've never played the whole like you can apparently download any song and get it to work yeah but no it it just seemed like very complicated for me to to do yeah I think for Rock Band 2 like you have to download some like update to the game and like downgrade it and that'll make it work and then you can like install songs to that and it's like this is a tad weird (laughs) Yeah, that it does seem a little bit. I'm sure those people have done it, though. Yeah. Well, that being said, let's get to this uh, gaming news here. I am actually downloading my Rainbow Six Siege beta right now as we speak. Uh, Randy sent me a code, so I'll be playing with him and get to talk about it next week, I guess. Uh, They announced that officially there is no single-player campaign in this game. I'm a big story person, and I'm a big single-player person, so it kind of dampers me wanting to buy the game. Uh, but I know if I could consistently play with... See, that's the thing, like, with um, Rocket League. Like, it first started out for me, like, it was really fun because I could play with Randy and play with a couple other people, and 
but like once I have to start playing it by myself, it wasn't so fun, you know. Like uh, with me, like Rock Band is like a, also just like a stress reliever, and I love just it's basically my way of getting to listen to the music. So not getting to play with people in a room sucks because me and Gary used to play that thing all the time. But you can play with people online, you know, and that one's a lot better with randoms. Like, Rainbow Six Siege seems like it's not this game that you want to play with random people, because they're probably going to get really pissed off and, like, want to kill you instead of just, you know, um, actually help you get through the, the levels and stuff like that. Uh, basically, there's, like, a training mode and a couple of other things, but that's all you're going to be doing in single player. It's basically just, like, a multiplayer game. So it's Titanfall? Yeah. Well, how do you feel about that? Like, does that make you hesitant on buying the game? or? Yeah, well, I, was, I'm not, not that, I wasn't that interested in the first place, but that would kind of push it over the edge for me, because I, I do want a story mode in any game. Like, I don't really care if it's going to be good or not. Uh, it's, I mean, I bought Titanfall, and that's kind of really turned me off from that one, is story mode is just so oddly inserted, or just kind of so throwaway that it didn't matter. Uh, they could craft... They could craft... It might not be, like, the best story, but they could craft, like, just missions and stuff or Siege, and it'd be, like, SWAT... Or, like, SWAT 5 or something. But... I guess they just don't want to. <laughs> well, I mean, the original game that they, like... seemed what they were making... The one where you, they showed at E3 where you go into that person's house and you try to save the woman or whatever was also very multiplayer focused, so, you know, it, I mean, it seems like they, they just kind of wanted to make that, and that's fine, whatever works for them, but, I don't know, I know I won't be really antsy to buy the game, that would be one of those that if it shows up at a red box or something, I'll rent it and play it. I did discover that at uh, the Redbox thing. It seems really weird, like, you know, with with the other systems. I didn't even know that, they, that you had to do this. I thought they just kind of put them on Redbox. And maybe they will show up eventually, but the fact that it seems like there are certain companies that, that just didn't make deals with Redbox uh, for the next-gen systems, like there's no Madden, no FIFA... Uh, no Microsoft games, so there's no Halo on there, no Gears of War. Uh, Sony had Until Dawn on there, and then there was, uh, you know, Assassin's Creed was shown as coming soon, and Fallout 4, and, uh, you know, Mad Max was on there, and then a couple other, like, big games, but... It was, uh... where I guess uh, EA got tired of people stealing the games out of the boxes. They probably see their games as, like, too special to be allowed to be rented or something like that. Well, and their games really appeal to being rented. Like, yeah. Madden and FIFA, easily, you can just rent them, play them with your friends for a weekend, take them back, and then you don't buy the game. You know, so... Uh, I mean, I, I can understand that point. Like, in Halo, same thing. You know, it's really multiplayer. You could beat the single player probably in a weekend... And then if you're not a multiplayer person, then you don't buy the game. And then if uh, you're multiplayer, that's up to you, you know. So that's that's what's strange about Call of Duty for me. Like I'm glad I'll be able to get to play the single player, and then I don't have to play the, you know, I don't have to buy the game. Uh, 
But, you know, I guess Activision feels like they know that people are going to buy Call of Duty anyway. So, why not, I guess, do it? Yeah. I mean, it also might be that in my location, they just started doing it. So, in other places, it could be that, you know, Madden's there and, and whatnot. So, it might just be one of those where they're slowly rolling it out. But it seems like that's the way it is. But speaking of Activision, uh, they did announce that Call of Duty Black Ops 3 single-player campaign won't be available on the 360 and PS3 versions because they pretty much designed it for the PS4, Xbox One, and PC. And it's not going to... They couldn't make it work on the old generation hardware. You know, the old systems are still going to get the whole multiplayer... Um, the momentum-based movement, the specialist classes, the zombies, uh, the shadows of evil, and I guess some of the DLC or whatever. And they did not make a mention at all about lowering the price. No, it's Which, uh, $50 instead of oh, 60 it's Okay, it's 50 And you get a copy of uh, like Black Ops 1, like a code for it. Ah. Okay. Well, Which is, I you know, I mean, it's my four PC <laughs> It's fine, but it's just kind of like most people. If you're gonna buy Black Ops Three for 360 or PS3, you probably already have Black Ops One. <laughs> well, some people don't keep their games, or there might, you know, I'm sure that they get new players every year to these Call of Duty games. So you know, I doubt. No, I I actually doubt that because. Call of Duty has been kind of slipping sales-wise like year after year the past few years. True. I think Black Ops 2 was the best-selling one recently, and then Ghosts kind of bombed. And like, well, Ghosts uh, was just bad. Advanced Warfare, like, it was a good game, but I don't think it sold even as well as Ghosts did. Well, I mean, when you make a game every year like that... Yeah, fatigue sets in. <laughs> And especially, it's like, you know, at least Madden, you have the roster updates, and it's just something that it gets featured a lot in different things, so you want to get the new game. But, like, Call of Duty, I mean, it's just it's just Call of Duty. And even though they, they did make a lot of strides with Advanced Warfare, it's different, you know, developers making that every time. So, you know, at some point, you kind of, like you said, you just get fatigued with the system. But, I mean, if you're, okay, let, let's say if you're just a, a consumer, do you think that what they're offering in the $10 price drop is sufficient enough, or should it be less? Should it be, like, $40, then? I would say, for me, no, because the story is probably the one thing I care about for that series. But, uh, I mean, any Call of Duty fan will probably buy it if they don't have a Xbox One or PS4, because that's what they always do. Yeah, it's like the same people that complained, and they complained again this year, that the story mode's not, uh, for WWE, the WWE 2K games is not on 360 and PS3. I'm like, guys, like, why are you still buying it for that system at this point? Like, they yeah. obviously don't want to. They're doing it for the people that just want to, I guess, play multiplayer online or or certain things or whatever. But if you want to play that career mode, which the rest of the game is still there. If you want to play that career mode, you just have to play on, you know, the, the next generation and whatever. But, you know, if you're going to complain about that and you're still buying it on that 
last gen system, then what are you complaining about? You know, it, it'd be different if I, I mean, it, and it's understandable, like $400 and it's not really $400. It's, it's $400. If they have your game that you want, okay, it's $400, whatever. But it's also most people are going to get, if you're smart, you're going to get a warranty. So that's at least anywhere from $30 to, to $90 more, depending on what you get. And then, you know, if you get an extra controller or if you get another game or, or whatever, that's more money. So it's I understand that buying a, a new console is not anything that just anyone can do. But at some point, these people have to start designing things for those consoles or there's going to be no point for people to have purchased the console. Not to mention to sit there and have all this money to upgrade their uh, oh crap what's the word for this their what they their their uh, their whatever they use to make the game uh, like tools and programs and their tools code. and programs their uh, their engine that they use to run it that's what I was looking for oh um, you know because they when they have to go to the new system they have to make a new engine for it that runs on that system and, and all that stuff so they have to justify all that to themselves as well. So, you know, people, there's a lot, of, a lot of things that go on. It's not supporting a faceless corporation. It just makes more business sense that way. Plus, I'm sure Sony and Microsoft are not going to hate on the fact that it's another reason to buy one of their consoles. So, I mean, they're going to probably support it too. That's a good, that's a nice idea, but like, look at, uh, what EA does with old consoles. I mean, NHL 98 came out on the Sega Genesis and Super Nintendo. That was like three years after the fact the PlayStation and Saturn were out. Oh, yeah, like, like FIFA last year was still coming out on PS2. Yeah, so I fully expect like Call of Duty to be five more years on the, on the like 360 and PS3. <laughs> but that's the thing, though. Like, most people still play that game with multiplayer and the zombies. I mean, yeah. so the people that are complaining about the single player, I bet you guys don't even play the single player. You're just complaining to complain. See, they should have switched it. They should just release the single player for 360 and PS3 and tell people if you want to play multiplayer, get with it, get a new system. <laughs> oh my god. The, That'd be great. <laughs> the vitriol online for that would be. Uh, so moving moving along here, PlayStation's firmware 4.3 is hitting. Uh, I guess today, or no, it's Thursday. No, it's uh, it's they, today. Is it? Because they normally do their updates on Thursday. But all right. So. Well, it's oh well today. Yeah, we're recording this late. Okay, Tomorrow. That's right. Yeah. So. Uh, PlayStation Plus is going to get their own separate store, which that's nice. They've really needed that for a while, especially when they have more than two games on one system that, that are part of PlayStation Plus because the some of the games get lost. You have to actually go search for them and, and try to find them or whatever. Uh, you can upload clips straight to Twitter, which that's really nice. And you can also uh, YouTube stream, which that's also a really cool thing, especially 
for people that you know that you like to play your games and have other people watch you do it uh, you know I've been thinking about whether I want to do the whole video stuff for rock band when I get it so that I can do all that uh, there's now communities too you can join groups and have users share pictures and there's a message board and where you can find male you know, players that want to join your games and uh, you can even there's stickers too Sticker person. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the most important part, obviously. Right. So, I mean, for you, like, what? I know I know you do some Twitch streaming or whatever. So, would you want to do YouTube streaming, streaming of a uh, Puyo Puyo or something? Probably not, because that game is so weird about streaming that it defeats the purpose. Why is it weird about streaming? Uh, if you play the story mode, any story sequence, like, uh, not gameplay, but like conversation is like you can't stream it it's like it's blocked out oh okay okay and it's like you know who cares <laughs> that's weird yeah i guess they just don't want you to find out certain parts of the game via i think i think even the menu's blocked out like if you just go back to the menu it gets like deactivated for a while until you get into a game I mean, I've heard of certain games are starting to do that now, where they cut out certain things so that you can't see the whole game yeah. without buying it. You know, basically so that... Because there, there are people that, if they don't want to buy a game, they'll just watch somebody stream it. That way they can get the story and not have to buy it. Yeah, yeah I don't get that mentality also. Like, I had a friend of mine say, like, she saw, like, someone just play GTA Five, and so she didn't want to buy it. And I was just like... I mean, you saw the story, but you didn't play it. <laughs> you don't know anything about it. Right, yeah. I mean, you know, I can understand the whole wanting to watch it to see if it's any good, but, like, for me, most of the time it's either watching them play is going to make me want to play, or watching them play is going to make me feel like, okay, I don't like the game and I'm not buying it. But, like, I can, like, you know, what I used to do for certain games if... Like, I couldn't get the secret, you know, the secret, like, extra unlockable, like, cutscene or something. Okay, I'll go to YouTube and watch that. Yeah. Because, hell, I'm not going to sit there for hours and hours and try to get that freaking thing. You know, <laughs> I've got other things to do. But, like, to just watch the whole game there, it's just, uh, I never understood that, you know. And then just not play it at all. But, eh, I mean, for me, it, I think that all this stuff is cool. That the communities would, you know, obviously be awesome because then you can go find people that share the same, like the same games as you, and you can get them to, I guess, be your friend, and you can talk to them outside of that message board or just, you know, play games with them or whatever, you know. So that's one of the cool things I like about rock bands as well as you can you can find people that like the same songs as you, and and you can play with them outside of that you know, setting where you're playing with all these other different people. If you want to play just with, with them, you can do that. So, yeah, I, I think this uh, opens up certain things for people. Obviously, uploading clips to Twitter is obviously awesome for the people that love to just upload clips of them playing games. You don't have to do it to YouTube or Twitch or whatever. You can do it to Twitter, especially if you don't use Facebook. So, it's all there for you, I guess. Um, so, GameStop... Uh, CEO Paul Rains believes that physical games are going to be around forever, he says. 
Um, even though there has been a 50% decline in musical sales and 60% decline in movie sales. Um, but he thinks this space games will be around for a long time. I'm, I'm, uh, sure, not, I'm, not, I'm sure he's hoping that. <laughs> well, but see, this is what's funny. Like, this is why the thing that released last week where GameStop has a problem with uh, digital keys that are bundled inside uh, the system, like, you know, the, the consoles, because they made just under a billion dollars, 10% of their revenue on digital sales. So, like, what are you complaining about here? <laughs> it's just, I mean, I get that you made a bunch more money on trade-ins and physical sales and, and all that kind of stuff, but you're obviously going to be okay if it does go that route because people can still, there's going to be a ton of people that are not going to trust, and there are, there are a ton, especially after the PSN crash. There are a ton of people that still don't want to, like I'll tell Gary, like, you know, I'm, I've been, I've always had a Microsoft console and I always had my card on there and never had a problem, so I always just used my card to buy stuff, you know. Um, Gary is one of those, like, he has a PS3, and if I tell him, hey, go buy this game or whatever's on sale, he's like, oh, I'm going to have to go buy a PS card from the store. He's like, I don't want to put my card on there because I don't trust that somebody's not going to get into it. And I'm like, well, okay, I can understand. You know, there's still a bunch of people like that. And they'll still want to come inside of a GameStop and pay for the little card that says, hey, I bought this game. You know, and and especially now with, like, I don't know if you've been inside of a GameStop recently, but they are selling so much stuff that's not games now. Oh, they have to. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm sure. But, like, I've never been to a game, like, until, like, a few months ago. I, now I walk in a GameStop and, like, Half the store is uh, those little Funko Pop toys, uh, little things, yeah. the figures. They have, like, every single one of the Doctors and the stuff from Frozen and the Avengers, and they sell T-shirts. And well, why, uh, do you think, why do you think GameStop bought ThinkGeek? <laughs> yeah. Probably to cover themselves, I'm sure. Like, discs aren't going away for a while. Like, yeah, at least until the next console, probably. Yeah, I I I feel probably think that the PS like PS Five and whatever the new Xbox is, they may still use discs. They'll but, probably give you different SKUs. But the consoles after that certainly won't use discs. Yeah, I'm sure. Hopefully, by then we figured out this whole digital thing. At, at some point. Yeah. But, you know. It is what it is. I just, I think sometimes GameStop fools themselves into putting out PR that's really not there. Well, also, uh, like, they act like going into a GameStop is the best thing ever. And it's like, most people who go into GameStop just don't want to be hassled by pre-ordering or, you know, buying a subscription to Game Informer or the power-up card. It's like, no, they just want to go get the game and go. <laughs> right, but yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, I appreciate it when they I walk in the store and they tell me hi and they want to help me find the game that I'm looking for and I'm like, okay, cool. Sometimes I'll just be like, yeah, I'm looking for this game and they'll just tell me if it's there or not. Yeah, but they don't need to like go through like a nine-step checklist with every customer. Like, if you have a pre-order, 
have any pre-orders? Do you the subscription, the power-up card, anything else? It's like no, leave me alone. I'm just gonna go to Best Buy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I do have their power-up card, and it's it's you know, ten percent is what it is, but I do get Game Informer still, so I I still use it. But I mean, it's just. I, I totally get you, the, especially on the phone. Like, when I call, it's like, I don't want to hear you have to tell me about, oh, I can pre-order this game or whatever. Just answer the phone, say hello, and I can get my question and get off. Like, you know, just come on now. You know, <laughs> unnecessary. But, I mean, it, I understand it's retail. They got to make their money. That's how these these guys stay employed. Because uh, apparently the, the security... Um, the the loss prevention people and the, and the just the bosses in general are like terrible the way they watch you. Uh, there's apparently been reports of like they even have audio recording and that's mm, illegal. <laughs> so that doesn't sound creepy. <laughs> I mean, but apparently they watch you like the entire time you're there at the, at work, like from their you know, their houses and everything. It's like, jeez. I mean, there's only so much stuff you can do in that store. It's yeah. Small. I mean, but, you know, whatever. I, it, I think that's just so overbearing and everything that you walk in there. And and then, like, the worst thing is, like, some of the people that you can tell aren't gamers, but they work there. And they can't tell you if this, you know, about this game or anything at all. Or you try to talk to them about games and they're like, huh? I just, I just work here. I'm like, okay, whatever. That, you know, that, I can that, 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 that's where you make a mistake. You're going to try to talk to those people. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Mm-hmm. I, shouldn't. I mean, I can understand the, the clerk at Walmart not that works in the electronics section not, you know, needing to play games or whatever. But it is what it is. I mean, I, I, you know, I can understand the whole thing of, you know, especially the... Like, the the ones that want to have, like, the hot girl work there so that the guys walk in and they want to buy from the hot girl. I mean, I get it in a way, but it is what it is. Uh, so, yeah, speaking of games that maybe you don't want to buy, <laughs> Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Uh, that came out this week. I don't know that I've... If there's anyone seriously out there that wants to sit there and, and buy, that's like excited for Tony Hawk Pro Skater, I, I want to really hear from you. Like, just <laughs> how is it waking up from your ten-year coma? <laughs> I'm sure there probably are people somehow that like still think this, these games are awesome and maybe never played the other ones except for like two and and one or whatever. But the fact that there's a update that's bigger than the game that doesn't bode well for the game <laughs> a mark of quality <laughs> I, I that's uh they did this right because that's like they they activision owed him like one more game or something right i'd imagine apparently like they actually extended that contract out i don't know when they did that but that's baffling if they did I can't imagine anyone is still buying like these games or or caring about these extreme sports things at all. Like 
I mean, I know ESPN still does the X Games and stuff, but I mean, they put that thing on at such weird hours now because they know it doesn't really draw. That you could, you'd really think that nobody cared about that stuff. I mean, as I, I've never heard anybody go, "Oh yeah, that." I mean, why do you think they haven't made an SSX game in a while? Like, I just, uh, I can't imagine somebody going, "Oh yeah, I'm so dying to play this skateboarding game now." Whatever. Especially if it's, you know, I guess it's, they're hoping Tony Hawk still has a name. Yeah, but he's, isn't he like pushing 50? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I still see his, uh, we apparently sell his skateboards in our store. I'm like, do these kids even know who that is? They're skating right now. <laughs> okay. Is he even still skating at this point? Uh, kind of, yeah. Okay. Well, uh, Hitman actually at least got a release date, March 11th of 2016. And Square is going to reward you, I guess, by giving you DLC for three months straight. Well, it's still like the maps that were going to be in included with it, but... Oh, okay, okay. Well, yeah, it's just like the new missions and stuff. At least they're not making you wait a long time. Yeah, I mean, it's good to have, it, that takes you a pretty quick turnaround. So, I, I know you're excited for Mega Man Legends coming out. Oh, yeah. Is is there, like, a PS1 game that you'd want to see come out? I mean, I know they've released a bunch of them at this point, but... Uh, let's see. I think, like, Colony War... I don't know if Colony War is on there. That'd be kind of, that might be kind of cool. Uh, Unholy War is a good game. Uh, like, G-Police. That'd be kind of fun. Or, like, Future Cop. But like a lot of the PS1 games that I like, are, I think are pretty much already on there. Yeah, same thing here. Most of the games that I cared for from the PS1 are on there in some way or another. Is, is Grandia 1 on there? I don't think. I think that might be one of the few that are not on there. Okay. But, I mean, other than that, most of them are on there. There's probably some obscure ones that aren't, I'm sure, but, you know, they're not trying to just placate to me. They're trying to get the ones that they know might actually sell. Get the uh, Japanese Pepsi Man game on there. That's what I want. <laughs> that would be great, though. Uh, so, you know, LEGO Dimensions came out on Sunday. So now there's three Toys to Life games out there. I know I've heard you say that Lego Dimensions really interests you. Are you still sort of there with that? Or, I mean, I know you have Disney Infinity, so... I'd say it interests me, but I think the price point's too high. Like, and, like, the like the figure, like, the figures are just a little too pricey. You know, the figure's a little bit more expensive than... Then, uh, are they the same, or are they a little more expensive than, uh... I mean, they might be a little more, I'm not sure, because I know Lego's always expensive. Because adults buy them because they're dumb. <laughs> hey, don't, don't hate on, uh... Well, you have a kid. No, you have a kid. That make If you buy Legos, that, you know, you have that excuse. But I, I, I see people online, like, buying Legos, like, 
I bought the I bought the Millennium Falcon. Cost me two hundred dollars. It's forty like four four thousand pieces. I'm just like, why didn't you just buy a three D puzzle? It's the same thing. <laughs> oh, there's people that like still grow up with them, you know, and they want that whole effect there. I think it just. I mean, uh, there's a popular wrestler, the you know Finn Balor from NXT. He still, he does stuff with Legos in his spare time. I mean, there's just people, certain people that they love constructing that stuff. There's people that buy those models of like Call of Duty and Halo. I mean, and you know they they go to our store and buy those. And I'm like, I don't know why, but okay, whatever works for you. I mean, to be fair, at least uh, these. These the characters are uh, apparently they cost the same. Uh, actually, I think they cost a dollar more, but you also get a vehicle with them. It's not just the character. So, That's good. There's that. I, mean, I, I read some reviews of the game, and they pretty much said it's just kind of just like a regular Lego game, but more. Which, I mean, it's good and bad. So it's like a Lego game. It gets more blown out because you're going like way different levels and stuff. But the same kind of. Does it have like a, a concurrent story? Or? Well, it has like a storyline. I, I didn't read too much into that. But just kind of the same like gameplay problems that have existed, existed that series for years are also in this game. Oh, it's the same thing like Infinity. I mean, that's. Infinity is basically like a Lego game, but with Disney characters. I mean. Yeah, but that's only three years. That's not six. <laughs> right, but also Disney's trying to get you to play the the other thing, too. So they're trying to get you to play the the, the toy box. And yeah. Whatever. The, the play like, sets are basically there to add more stuff. Like the one of the complaints I saw was like the vehicle control in like Lego Dimensions is like still not good, and I'm just thinking like they in every Lego game it's been terrible. Like why can't they figure that out? Yeah, I mean I I liked Lego Marvel, but eventually I just got tired of it because it was just yeah it was just way too easy. I couldn't I felt like I was kind of wasting my time playing it, but. I mean, it's cool, like, these, uh, you know, the things that cost, like, $35 for Infinity, they cost 30 for Dimensions, and you get, like, a character and, like, two vehicles or whatever. So, I mean, I guess it's not too bad. At yeah. least they're giving you more stuff with it. But also, I think, you know, the, the way the le it's still Legos, whereas with, you know, Disney and all that stuff, it's... Um, it's actual characters and they kind of look better. I mean, the Skylanders ones are whatever they are, but they're also not characters that we know, so it doesn't really matter. Who doesn't know Stealth Elf? Stealth Elf. No, Stealth Elf. The one that comes with, like, every freaking one, and it's pointless. So it seems like the starter pack comes with two characters, the portal thing, Oh no, three characters, the portal thing, and a car. Yeah, but it's, it's, isn't it also 100 bucks? Yeah, it's 100 bucks. But, you know, the other ones are 75, and you only get the three characters. 
So I guess I'm charging you 15 for the... I saw Infinity 3.0 on sale today for 50 bucks. <laughs> Where? Best Buy. That's on their website. Oh, like wow. the, the Star Wars pack and everything. It's like, alright. That's crazy. They already isn't putting that thing on sale. Oh, but I want the damn Simpsons one. I need to stop looking at this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I think, I, I think actually personally, like, I think, like, Lego has, like, a lot more, in, like, in my interest, like, the Doctor Who stuff, Back to the Future, Simpsons to a lesser degree, um, you know, stuff like, those characters, like, cohabitating, like, a level is cool, but... Right, it's something that Disney refuses to do, except for the toy box, but, you know, which I still think is silly, but, I mean, imagine what, the, they'd probably get more people to buy those characters if you could mix them up. Wouldn't you think? Like, I would buy more characters if I could sit there and play with, say, like, Aladdin, Iron Man, and, you know, Jack Spur all in one level. I mean, instead of just, okay, well, I can only play with Jack Sparrow on the Jack Sparrow level and, and all that stuff, you know, just seems a bit... Well, that's why you buy the Toy Box Takeover and go there, go that, go that route. <laughs> I guess. But, you know, the toy box thing isn't, like... Or at least the toy box thing where you're making the toy box isn't as uh, exciting as, as the playset stuff. It's, it's whatever. So, you know, with that, I, the whole point of my question there was the fact that uh, not only is Wildstar going free-to-play, which that's been a rumor for a while now, but Project Spark is now going free to play in their fact in fact actually like refunding people that have bought the game yeah they should <laughs> that game was it was like it was interesting like kind of like peripherally but it just wasn't like easy to play or easy to create whatsoever right and like most like create your own level or create your own whatever games that just look fun. Yeah, I mean, it, it, you'd think that it would just kind of wear out after a while. Like, there's only so much you can do. You know, but, but hey, we got just totally into creating stuff. You, if, if you like creating conquer levels, there you go. Right. Well, Sony will apparently not be creating any more another PlayStation Vita. They're saying that the mobile market has pretty much made it to where there's kind of no point for them to do it, not to mention it's kind of their fault. They stopped you know, supporting the Vita as far as, you know, first party-wise, really. The saddest part, yeah. Yeah, go ahead, sorry. The, the saddest part about the Vita is, like, if the best Vita game on that thing probably still is Persona 4 Golden. Probably. Other than the Uncharted game, that was actually pretty good. I could, well, I that got like mixed reviews actually though, and it's like, yeah, if the best game on this thing is a port of a PS2 RPG, that says something. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, I, I mean, there are there are 
some neat games on the Vita or whatever. But really the reason to have your Vita is either to do, which remote play most of the time doesn't work. And the other one is to like play your indie games or whatever, which that's pretty decent. If, if you don't have, you know, because a lot of indie games don't go to Nintendo. So if you have an indie game that is on your PS4 or something, it's cross-buy or cross-save or cross-play, you can put it on your Vita and play it, you know, and that's that's pretty cool, but you want to pay $200 for that. Yeah. You know? And that's my only deal with that, is that there are a lot of games, and if they ever come out with a much, like a big price drop on the Vita, I might think about it one day just to play some of those games, but... You should, you should get the, uh, PlayStation TV, that little no. micro console. Did you hear about? Well, did you hear about the hack that happened though with that thing? Oh no, I did not. Uh, like you have to email a file to yourself on the console, and it basically makes any Vita game playable. Huh? Like it like overwrites to, like the database or file, like the like whitelist, like the master file for like what games are like allowable or not. Because, uh, yeah, yeah, is pretty cheap, or the PlayStation TV is pretty cheap. Like, some games still don't work because they still need, like, a touchscreen, obviously, but most right. do still, or most will, so. Huh. I'll show you the instructions later. <laughs> Alright, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, because they were trying to give away the PlayStation TV <laughs> in a lot of places, pretty much. Uh, so, I mean, you know. It, do you think that Sony should try to make a Vita 2? I mean, maybe not as, maybe don't make it this powerhouse, or maybe make it a little bit easier as far as finding memory cards and and all that kind of stuff. Uh, use and and you'll sell. Why do you think like the other than the whole Sony not supporting it? Why do you think the Vita failed? That's actually just the big one. Is they ne they never truly got behind it. Uh, there was not a ton of original Sony games for it. Not like there, like, uh, like a lot of like original games for the Vita, like Danganronpa and other stuff. That's the one I can think of at the moment. But Sony never really got behind it. Uh, the memory card stuff didn't help, and just the way like that system should basically be like your little mobile PlayStation One and PlayStation Two in your pocket. Like, if they actually had the memory cards, like, um, like they didn't do that stupidly. Like, if you throw, like, a 64 gigabyte SD card in that thing and download, you know, Final Fantasy twelve for that thing on, like, the PSN, it'd be great. But they didn't do that, and it hurt them. Yeah, they did it with the PS1 games. But, like, yeah, I agree with you. The PS2 games should have been included in that, too. And I think... Remote play works all right, but it's just some of it you have to be in such special locations and all this, you know, it's not the easy thing that they made it seem like when, you know, they kept promoting it and everything. Yeah. So, you know, I, there's things that they could probably iron out, and obviously the price, too. You have to make it reasonable. Uh, even if you do have to take, I mean, I can understand what they were doing. Like they were taking a big hit on it anyway, and they didn't, they couldn't afford to take another hit on it. But you know, well, 
I mean, from a, just from a Texas perspective, that thing still blows away the 3DS. Oh, yeah, for sure. But, you know, if they don't have the games for it, what's, what's like, who cares? Right, that's the thing. Like, there is way too few and far between as far as, like, having really great games for it. I mean, if you're a big Japanese, like, RPG fan, okay, great. I mean, for me, that would be awesome. But there's a lot of people that do not give a total flipping crap about that stuff. And so it doesn't appeal to them at all. And, and even to be fair, though, like, you know, you're not buying a Vita to... Like, I understand that you want it to be that, but I'm not going to play Call of Duty on my Vita. It's not for that. Right? I mean, if I'm wanting to play, like, a big action game like that, it's to play it on my big screen TV and show my friends. I mean, so I don't understand what, like, they were really looking for when it comes to, like, the Vita. I guess you could have more stuff like the Uncharted game. I guess they could have had a Last of Us, like, portable version or something. Or, uh, you know, uh... Telltale did bring most of their stuff to the Vita, but I mean, I'm trying to think of. I guess, I guess you could have had an infamous. So, so, I mean, some of their franchises obviously could have worked uh, for the Vita, but it's just you know, I obviously the mobile stuff hurts it too. But I think Nintendo just has so many, uh, so many of their stuff works can work so well on the 3DS. And then, of course, they have Pokemon, and, you know, those things sell the 3DS by themselves. And there's other franchises that you want to buy the 3DS for, whereas Sony just doesn't have that for the Vita. So, I mean... Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't, like... I, I, I would welcome it, obviously, if... they wanted to make another one. But I don't blame Sony at all if they just said... Okay, we're we're just done. We're not ever making another one because it's just not feasible for us. It doesn't work. Sega is gonna release a Game Gear too. That'll blow everyone away. I'm waiting for the Engage too. You know that's happening. <laughs> so, moving on to I mean, Kickstarter had a few little interesting things here. Division Divinity Original Sin Two is now at 1.9 million dollars funded so even though apparently that thing was funded at 500,000 they just kept getting money for it uh mighty number nine is not coming out february 9 2016 uh at this point i'm just getting less and less excited for that game every time they keep doing stuff with it it's it's weird how fast things have turned on that game yeah aren't there people like really thinking that they just misused the money and and all that they're, they're trying to get their money back for that yeah like I mean we'll see what happens but I, I mean I hope that game's good but maybe it'd be nice if it was but if not there's always Ares uh, extinction agenda Uh, so, the the big thing here is that apparently there's a developer called Golcom Games. They raised around $30,000 for their game called Mansion Lord in October 2013. And they updated their info May 2014 to August 2014, and then they, where they asked for a second PayPal campaign 
And then they just didn't update again. And they just pretty much took off with the money, it seems like. I mean, it, I think, I remember right, the Kickstarter was trying to make some kind of rules where you did have to continually uh, update people on the games now, or they could, they could force you to give them a refund or something, but there's got to be some way where they can hold these guys accountable because if they're just running off with the money, I mean, at some point, wouldn't Kickstarter have to give them back the money or? You'd like to think so, but the Kickstarter's like most of their response is basically like contact the developer and work it out with them. And it's like, well, if the developer isn't there anymore, what happens? Right. They left. Like, there's no one to work out with. Yeah, I mean, you can't really do anything if uh, they just took off and they're not answering. Man, and hopefully this, I mean, I've heard stories of this happening, but it's it sucks when this happens. I mean, you don't, this is what makes people very weary sometimes of, uh, I've never given money to a, pro I, I have given money to one project that's a New Japan, like, uh, book that's actually the history of New Japan in English, which is not available anywhere, and he's giving us updates, like, every week, and he's saying it went to the press, and, like, he even tells us, like, funny stories of how Japan apparently doesn't do things sometimes even through email there's some things you still have to go to the post office and mail off and whatever so you know but it's just like and then there's some people that you do these and they never give you updates and you just hope the game comes out and or, or whatever you're supposed to be you know giving the money for it actually gets made and yeah it's a catch-22 with these things sometimes i think i've backed like three or four games and like, I think most of them are still being worked on. Which ones did you... Well, I backed, I think, I backed, uh, the one, the one I did back that came out was, uh, Double Fine Adventure Game. Oh, okay. That's what it's called. Might just be called that. Okay. Uh, I also backed that, like, Castlevania, Edo, Ego, whatever the guy's name is, like that Bloodstain thing. Oh, okay, okay. The... Ritual of the Night, or whatever yeah. the heck it is, yeah. And I backed Amplitude, but that's still a ways off. I wanted to do that, I didn't have the money right there when they were asking for it. I, I had it later, I was like, ah, oh, crap, I'm going buy the game again. Yeah. Uh, and I backed Distance, I didn't, like, get the full amount, but, I mean, that came out. It's not, like, officially out, but you can play it at least. That's cool. You didn't want to back Shinmoo 3? No. So, I mean, apparently Netflix has figured out how they've done a study to see when people get hooked on shows that are on Netflix. And not necessarily their original shows, also people, also just shows that they have, you know. And apparently they found out that the pilot episode is not what hooks people into watching the whole season. It depends on the episode, like, what happens, but there's... A variety from like episode two to like episode eight for some of these shows. So does you know that begs the question: Is like the pilot like overrated as far as like getting you into a show? Do you do you like I have a system of if I want to get into a show, I give it three episodes. 
Um, but I know some people are just all about, okay, well, if that one episode doesn't hook me, I'm, I'm not watching it. Do you have a system with TV? Or? I'd probably say five episodes, but the first episode has to grab me at least a little. Like, it has to have good writing or good direction or, like, an actor I like or character I like. You know, kind of keep me, like, interested until something else may grab me, like, later on. I'd agree with you there. The The pilot episode has to have a little bit of something to get you, like, you know, going, whether it's a story or the, you know, the characters or something. Because, I mean, if it's boring in the first episode, I mean, it's going to be kind of hard for you to want to go, oh, okay, well, I'll give you my mandatory whatever. But, you know, sometimes you're just like, man, there's so many shows. I've only got time for certain ones. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it is interesting that it shows, like, Netflix's model of just releasing the whole season at once seems to work. You know, is is that, do you like to binge-watch shows more often, or do you like the whole watching to be? Uh, I, I pretty much prefer to, like, just binge-watch, like, just get it all over with as soon as I can. I mean, I don't have a lot of time to binge-watch as much as I'd like to, but... I mean, it certainly is nice when if I want if I'm, I get hooked on the show if I want to watch another episode I can. So obviously I'd prefer to have it the way Netflix is, and also it's there. Like it's not. I mean yes it can go away. Like Netflix can obviously take it away. They have done that with shows. Um, but like I just really hate the way that Hulu basically has become a glorified on-demand service. And so like if I wanted to go back. And Get, you know, go back and watch seasons of the show. I can't do it anymore. Like if I missed part of an entire season, I, I can't go back and watch it now because they don't do that anymore. So it's like I have to find other ways to do that, and it sucks, you know. So it, I I also like the week to week thing of like, okay, I got my hour of whatever show it is, whether it's uh, The Strain or you know Empire or whatever, and then okay, I I, got, I can wait till next week now to to watch it whatever it's it's not something that i've got to go oh crap well i still got five episodes gotta keep watching you know so i think there's their pluses and minuses but i think netflix's model is really great for just hey it's all there sweet i can watch this if i have a whole day if i want or whatever um but i mean that speaking of netflix they did pick up a third season of the black mirror which i've not watched any of that show but it's really good it's really good. Yeah. What is it about, really? Uh, it's an anthology show. Uh, I don't want to say it's like it's. It's not like Twilight Zone, but it's kind of like that. Like kind of some of that format. Like it's basically a lot of dystopian or like slightly dystopian future tales. Okay. Like the first episode, uh, it takes what well, it's all pretty much all takes place in the UK, but, like, the first episode, uh, the princess in Great Britain gets kidnapped, and the kidnapper basically says to the Prime Minister, I will release her if you have sex with a pig on live TV. So, the like, 40 minutes of the episode is, like, about him, like, what if, if whether or not he'll have sex with a pig to save her. <laughs> And given what's happened in the UK, like literally with David Cameron, that's it. It gets even more funny. <laughs> that sounds gross. 
well, like another episode, uh, like a lot of them are like very front, like backloaded. So I don't want to like get into spoilers, but like one episode is like, uh, everyone is like riding exercise bikes and they're like watching like American, like basically a form of American idol and everything takes like money. Like if you want to skip commercials on the television, you have to pay money to do it. Oh, okay. So it's like, that's like a very dystopian type of future. Imagine if you didn't have the money to skip a commercial and you had to watch it. (laughs) Yeah, that's what we got to do now anyway, unless you have... I guess that technically is, you know, if you don't have money to get a DVR, that's kind of what you got to do. Yeah. That's that's pretty interesting, actually. Hmm. Might have to... I mean, it's all, I think it's all on Netflix right now, so... Yeah, if you have, I, there's only seven episodes out, out there, too, so... Oh, okay. That's not a whole lot. No. That's why, like, ne- like Netflix ordered 12 episodes, it's like... That's like more than the, than the entire show has, has out had right now. <laughs> ah, okay. So, can you believe it? Uh, Simpsons might actually be ending on the thirtieth season. Woo! I mean, you know, th- these people are only going to get older and older, <laughs> unless you're just going to use a new entire cast. I mean, you're going to have to end it at some point. Uh, they'll have they'll have each cast member record every human word, every English word, into a computer, <laughs> so they can just piece it together that way. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. I I mean, you know, I love The Simpsons. They're my favorite show ever. I still watch them, even though the seasons are not what they used to be but I mean I I know everybody knows it's got to end at some point it's just, like, 30 seasons of a show is a ton of seasons so many shows like at some point these guys are gonna want to do something else with their lives you know so I, I think the reality of it ending at some point is, it probably just needs to end finally do finally jumping into the mountain of cocaine I've been buying all these years. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm really glad it's ending. It's ending about 15 years too late, but still. <laughs> right, yeah. Well, something that may not even get to start, Pacific Rim 2, apparently is on indefinite hold from Universal. That makes me sad. I really want to see an Pacific Rim 2. Uh. Oh, what? What? We're getting a Hotel Transylvania three, but we can't. Well, Adam Sandler is an an important businessman, an important filmmaker, obviously. <laughs> Whatever. Guillermo del Toro makes awesome stuff. Man. Don't worry, Pacific Rim two might be canceled, but we're gonna get a Mimic two, and that'll be great. Somebody asked for that. Hey, oh, oh. And s- somehow we're going to get a Fast and Furious 10. Ugh. As, Why? You know, as much of a tragedy as it was that Paul Walker died, doesn't the franchise kind of die with him also? 
It should have died with him. Like, why are we still making these movies? Like, do we really need to have ten Fast and the Furious movies? It's because the Wheelman never took off as a film. Hollywood, man. Y'all are just ridiculous. Whatever. I mean, look, they're good movies and all. But, it's just... uh, I I mean, it just gets on my nerves at some point. Just the fact that we're just still continuing with this. On and on. Just... Paul Walker passed. Let's let it go. You can make another series of movies. I mean, it's happened before. Somehow The Goonies is getting a sequel. After all these years, I honestly, like, I'm not that excited about it. I'm I'm not going to get my hopes up on it. I never saw it. Capturing the magic. Never saw it. (laughs) It's probably too good. I'm probably too old to go back to it now also. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can. I mean, it's... It's whatever. It's one of those fun... It's like one of those fun newbies that... Yeah, you'll enjoy it as a kid or whatever, but... I think you still watch it now. I mean, it's... It's real... It's kind of corny, too, so... You know, obviously. From back in that time, the 80s. Uh, Prometheus 2 is now called Alien Paradise Lost. Uh, somehow I imagine John Milton is not involved with this, um, at all. One can hope. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I never saw Prometheus 1. I've heard that it's, like, just a total mind screw. It's better than Alien Resurrection. (laughs) Are you uh, gonna see it? Or? No, I mean I had that movie. I just never watched it yet. I think I bought like I bought I bought Prometheus and that like Alien Blu-ray set for like twenty bucks one day. Oh okay, Makes sense. And I watched Alien and Alien like Alien Two, and I'm like I'm good. I don't need to see any any more of these. More. <laughs> That's fine. You probably stopped right where you know before it got bad. Well, I. I only saw Alien 3 once, and I remember, like, it was being very confusing. And, like, Alien Resurrection is not a good movie, but I like a lot of parts of it. (laughs) Mainly any part that's called Ron Perlman. (laughs) Yeah. Why? Wait, why Ron Perlman? No, he's good in that movie. He's pretty funny. Oh, well, yeah. I mean... I've never seen Alien 3, so... Yeah, yeah. I've never seen Train Spotting 1. And apparently it's supposed to be great. So it's yeah. Train Spotting 2 shooting. So. Yep. Go go watch that movie. It's fun. It's a nice little heroin job. <laughs> uh, maybe. Like, it's very... It's very Scottish and kind of bleak, but it has some a lot of humor in it also. Okay, that's fine. I mean, I'll probably one of those I might watch with the wife. For some reason, she likes to watch those movies. Where I guess it kind of makes her feel like this is why I stopped doing that. 
kind of thing. Uh, yeah. Whatever. There's, there's a really great scene in Train Spotting where I think, like, uh, two of the main characters are in a park, and they're discussing like who's the, I think who's the better Bond actor, and you see one of them he's like scanning the park with binoculars, and he te- he goes to, he tells the other one like give me the gun, and he pull he pulls out this like little sniper BB rifle thing. And you see, he, he's looking at a guy like laying down with a dog, and he shoots the dog in the ass. And the dog attacks the, the, his owner. <laughs> wow. Nice. Apparently, uh, uh, so apparently we we are doing a podcast right now on an international podcast day. So, go us. We'll be considered part of that, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever works. Uh, I did not watch these trailers for X-Files with Jessica Jones, but I'm assuming they're pretty interesting. I want to try the one for Jessica Jones, because uh, I-, I don't think X-Files is going to be good. <laughs> you don't? Aww. Like, I... I X-Files. I like the X-Files, but... It got, like, two up its own ass. That I agree with. And it just, it just kept compounding, like, mythos on mythos and the mythology of it. Just, it never came up, came up with, like, satisfactory answers to anything. Mm. Well... Yeah, I mean, that's true. Like, the main story, the kind of just never really, like, gets wrapped up, and they put little parts of it there. It, it sort of became this episodic, like, thing we're doing this week, and then, yeah. Well, I feel like those episodes, like, where they just go to, like, some random town and, right, yeah. like, fight vampires or some man in the sewer or something, but when they did, like, the whole, like, Men in Black or any of the alien stuff, it's just, like, you need, like, a... You need, like, a notebook to keep track of what's going on. Yeah, it's so true. That's that's kind of why I stopped watching it after I was like, okay, there's too much to sit here and process through this. Not to mention there's odd seasons. Yeah, there's like ten or nine or something, wasn't there? I was like, yeah, I'm not getting through this. <laughs> it's interesting. I want to keep watching it, but it's just like, oh, there's so much. It's ridiculous. But, you know, let's, uh, before we, we get to the puzzle and everything, we do need to talk about episode two of Doctor Who. Uh, I finished watching it before we got to the, the doing this. I really enjoyed it. I thought, I really liked the stuff with Davros and the Doctor talking to each other, like that moment where they laugh and stuff. It's like, not supposed to happen, so it's like kind of cool and, um, the thing with uh, Clara being the getting put into the uh, Dalek thing is a nice throwback to like the first time we ever met her, and uh, Missy was awesome the entire episode. So, and what did you uh, what did you think? Yeah, I pretty much feel the same way. Uh, she was great. Missy was always great. Um, I didn't like the Snake Man that much. I thought he was kind of goofy. <laughs> kind of still. 
Uh, but everything else is good. The snake man is dumb. I hate him. But not to mention the guy that plays him. I just constantly think of other roles that he's been in the entire time. Like I can't think. I can't get Grandma's boy out of my head. I never saw that. So <laughs> he's so dumb in that movie. But uh, yeah, just. He's he's played so many silly roles. Like it's just like, all right, you're a snake dude. Okay, whatever. <laughs> just, but yeah, I mean, it was like the, the stuff with Missy and and Clara was interesting. The whole backstory with the doctor. I guess that's gonna be our whole thing through the season. I'd imagine like, why did the doctor run from Gallifrey? As long as you don't like keep saying Torchwood every episode. <laughs> Yeah, because, uh... That didn't, get, that, that didn't get old quick. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or, why did you run, Doctor? To keep saying this constantly. But, I mean, I think they planted some seeds, some good stuff, so... Interesting to see what will happen next week. But, uh, yeah, I think that, that pretty much does it for this episode of the show um, next week will be interesting I should be able to tell you something about Rock Band 4 and I don't know if you are you gonna let, let's see let's go over this what's kind of I hope maybe you will have a code for NBA 2K16 and you'll be able to talk about that so uh-huh. My, my review of that it's already just going to be it's not NBA Jam, so it's going to be 3 out of 10. <laughs> Persona Dancing All Night came out on Tuesday, so, you know, I'm sure everybody's been waiting for that. If I had a Vita, I would certainly be picking it up. Lego Dimensions came out on Sunday. I'm sure everybody that's already wanted that has, has, has gotten that thing. Uh, Mighty Gunvolt's coming to the PC. Fallout Anthology. Are you interested in picking that up at all? Or, I mean, you already have all the games. Yeah, so it's kind of tricky. I mean, the case looks cool, but that's about it. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the thing. Like, the case looks like the ones like, oh, man. That, like, what is it, like a nuke? Or something? Mini nuke, yep. That's that's pretty awesome, but... I mean, do you already have, do you have Fallout 3 in New Vegas? I have New Vegas. I don't have Fallout 3. I had the Game of the Year edition at one point, but I took it back a long time ago when I wasn't interested in playing the series, and then it's never been on sale for, like, the $5 again, so I kept waiting and hoping it would, and then it just, I guess once they made the announcement for Fallout 4, they were like, oh, not happening now. So, you know, whatever. I was, maybe, I don't think so. I mean, that includes Fallout 1 and 2, right, and all that? Yeah, well, it's just for PC, so that's why. Um, that game that, uh... Um, Mark is reviewing right now, the the fighting game or whatever, it doesn't come out until next week. I thought it was already out. <laughs> no, it comes out October 6th. I've been talking to a friend of mine who's reviewing it also, and he's just like, yep. I don't like it either. <laughs> like, yeah. That Escapist Walking Dead uh, comes out today, actually. I kind of want to play that, but 
I'm sort of interested in it too. Uh, but yeah, there's there's that. There's also that ride game, which is like a motorcycle racing simulator. So I guess it's like uh, the Forza of motorcycle games. Great. Want to play that? <laughs> That's another game that was at Redbox too. Uh, the Transformers Devastation game is going to be when it comes out next week. It's going to be at Redbox. That's that's not going to be good. Yeah. That depress, that depresses me because I I really like Platinum because they made like Bayonetta and like Metal Gear Rising. But, but those last two, um, oh the Journeys, the Journey Collector's Edition also comes out today. By the way, if you ne- which I actually might be interested because I never really got to finish Journey, so I, I could get that, but. The the previous Transformers games were actually pretty good. Like why? Why don't you think this one will be? Uh, I I disagree about that assertion. First off, but also, like, Platinum is very good when they make their own stuff. Like, uh, damn, why can't I think of the name of that? Uh, well, like Killer Seven and what is it? Well, not... I don't want to say licensed stuff, but... Like... Look what, look what their Legend of Korra game. Or our, that Airbender game, or whatever it was called. Right. Like, that was not good. And I got a feeling it's going to be just like that. Yeah, like, I want this game to be like Vanquish, or, you know, Bane at a 2, not... Legend of Korra. Fair enough. Or An- Anarchy Reigns. That's another... No, please don't make it like that. Yeah, Anarchy... Oh. I remember I was so excited for Anarchy Reigns and then it sucked. I was like, oh, thank God I didn't ask to review that game. And <laughs> like, I think the last Transformers game I liked was the PS2 one. Really? I just remember hearing a lot of people loving that War of Cybertron and all that. Like, I think it did better. Like, it was, like, a little better, but it's just, like, also, like, Activision passes that franchise around to, like, every developer, so that's that's another reason that makes me, like, very hesitant about, like, how much they care about, like, putting money into the game. Right. Well, I mean, you know, have fun with whatever games you decide to buy. Next week will obviously be the the week for me where I'm gonna be super excited. So uh, I've been waiting for this game to come out. Uh, they already announced that they're gonna have their first free update in December. So I'm really excited for this Rock Band as a platform thing. What they're gonna be able to add to it and and uh, how much stuff they're gonna be able to give us to, to play. I mean that's also why I'm excited about Rock Band Force because like I know that they're gonna be listening to us and they're in the forums and adding in stuff and making the thing even better every time and uh you know even some of the stuff they added for like blitz like that uh those all those challenges and stuff that they would add every week where you could go through and like it would make you want to buy dlc because it'd be like well if you buy this and you do this challenge or whatever you're going to get all these coins you can buy all this other stuff with it and so i mean it's it's going to be interesting to see with all that that's that's coming out with next week. There's a few other games going on. Let's see. We'll, we'll touch on that when we get there. But I guess until Tuesday, 
Uh, Hopefully. Or well, it'll be Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be it'll be Wednesday morning or Wednesday whenever for you. But uh, yeah, until then, uh, enjoy your games and we'll see you then. Later. Later.